I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello here and welcome to another edition of Husker Chat Live. Hi, Sean Callahan here uh, with HuskerOnline.com. As always, Husker Chat Live is sponsored and brought to you by Sandhills Global. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com and powered by ABM. And we've got a fun edition of Husker Chat Live. These are our spring preview editions uh, today. We are going to talk offense. We've talked to a lot of the newcomers on this football team over the month of February. Now we're going to talk to some of the more established veterans, guys going into the spring uh, that are that need big springs. We've got five guys joining us here. First, uh, let's welcome in quarterback Heinrich Harburg. Heinrich, welcome to Husker Chat Live. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, let's bring in running back Gabe Irvin Jr. Uh, Gabe, it's it's great to have you. Welcome back on to Husker Chat Live. Thanks for having me. And we've got wide receiver Alante Brown joining us as well. Uh, Alante, welcome here. Yes, I appreciate you. And then tight end Thomas Fedoni uh, joining us here on Husker Chat Live. Thomas, it's great to see you. You too, man. And then finally on the offensive line, Brock Bando, one of the more veteran uh, players on this roster joining us. Uh, Brock, it's great to have you on. Thanks for having me. So here's how it's going to work, guys. Over the next half hour, we're going to take fan questions. So if you've got questions for Heinrich, Gabe, Brock, Thomas, Alante, uh, you can put them in the chat. We're streamed on YouTube. We're streamed on Facebook. Um, so there's the ability to get your questions directly answered. And that's one of the real fun things about doing these. I mean, there's very few opportunities for the fans to ask questions directly to the players because uh, a lot of times guys the fans ask better questions than the media we ask some dumb questions to you guys sometimes so uh the fans uh bring it but i'm going to start first kind of go around the horn with everybody i want to go with you first heinrich as a quarterback um for you this is your second spring um heading into nebraska you had one spring um under a different offensive coordinator and system you'll now be under a new coach mark whipple a new system uh, what are your early impressions so far, Heinrich, of what you've seen from Mark Whipple? What will be the biggest differences we'll see with this offense? Yeah, Coach Whip, um, you know, from the first time he came into the office and I met him, I just knew he knew what he was talking about. Um, obviously, he has a ton of experience um, in this offense that we're, that he's going to implement. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit different than last year. Um, you know, some different terminology, but I think. So far, um, this spring and this winter, getting acclimated to it has been pretty easy. And you knew when you came to Nebraska, there was going to be competition in the quarterback room. They've added three more guys, um, you know, that joined in January. Give us an idea. What is that competition like already? Just having so much new life in the quarterback room. Yeah, you know, it was different. It's way different than last year um, when I showed up. You know, there was four guys in the quarterback room. Um, you know, now, you know, there's, there's a lot more. Um, and so obviously there's less reps, there's going to be less reps to go around. Um, you know, you got to fight for everything that you want. Um, and I think, but you know, this quarterback room, um, this Nebraska quarterback room is always going to be a tight knit group of guys, um, that just want to compete. 
All right, let's go on to Gabe Urban Jr. here. Gabe, uh, you were the first freshman ever to start a season opener at running back for Nebraska a year ago. Unfortunately, obviously had the knee injury at Oklahoma. How has the recovery been for you, Gabe, uh, this offseason? And where are you at um, as spring ball starts? The recovery has been great. I've been grinding every day, you know, laying a break every day, every single day, just getting better, getting stronger, getting a grasp of the playbook, new playbook, a new offense. Um, getting a grasp with my new coach, but he's great. He brings that hunger and that dog to you. That's all what I like, but it's going good, you know. Bring ball here and there, you know. I'm just going to um, post it, see how I go. But yep. um, getting stronger, you know, getting stronger each and every day. I'm loving it. It should be exciting. What what will your availability be, Gabe, this spring? I mean, I know it's broken up into two parts, uh, the pre-spring break part, and then you guys will come back uh, for a second half. I mean, how much will we see you? if at all, you know, go through drills and contact this spring? Um, Y'all see me as I go, you know, my due to my progression, my rehab and every day, you know, yeah, you never know, you know, one day you probably see me out there. And I was just close to Indy, but you here and there. I got to ask you too, you got a new coach, Brian Applewhite. Um, we haven't had a chance to really talk with Coach Applewhite yet. Uh, what are your impressions of, of your new position coach? Coach Apple is great. I love him. I love his attitude and I love his like will to come into work. You know, he wants he wants all of our all of our to be successful day in and day out. And he wants us to be a man on and off the field. And that's what I love. You know, he brings that culture to Nebraska. And that's that's what we all need it. We all need it. Everybody to hold us each accountable. All right, let's bring in offensive lineman Brock Bando now to the conversation. Um, Brock, you've been around now a long time. You're a veteran player in this locker room what is your outlook and where, where will you be playing this spring i know you're a guy that can play guard you can play tackle uh where do you kind of envision your role going into the spring uh right now i would say right guard but like i've always played i'm like there's no set position for me i'll, I'll play wherever the team needs me honestly so but i'm loving what i'm seeing so far with the team like it's growing it's going to be a great uh, spring and then some or season and dylan riola you have a new offensive line coach as well um, you know, you, you've obviously been at Nebraska a long time. You've been around a lot of football. What, what are your impressions of Riola, uh, Donovan Riola, excuse me, um, and, and what are your impressions of Donovan Riola and what you've seen from Donovan? I love him. He's a great coach. He's always talking about ball. Like, like you can think you can get enough time in the day for ball, but no, he always wants more. And, like, he's setting that standard for us of, like, wanting to talk, look, and just – ball 24 7 and it's growing from just this position group into the team all right let's bring in thomas fedoni uh, thomas it, it's been a long time coming for you uh you were able to get in late last year uh but now you're full go and no travis vocal like this spring i mean so you're, you're going to get a great opportunity to to get some reps this spring i mean what is your outlook as you take the field february 28th at the start of spring practice Shoot, man, I'm just coming to play a lot. I'm coming for that spot, um, just like I was last year. We got some great tight ends in the room, obviously some veterans. Um, but with this new offense, there, there's, a, there's a little bit different type of tight end players, a lot of 12 personnel. And uh, I think I can definitely fit in that role really, really well, um, a lot better than, you know, I could have last year, I think, honestly. Uh, the game slowed down a lot for me, even in seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, overall, I just feel way more comfortable. Um, no, I'm excited. I think I think it's going to be a big year. So do you see a big difference for the tight end um, in Mark Whipple's offense? I mean, just from your early view of things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. Uh, I love it, honestly. Uh, he, likes, he likes, like I say, he likes a lot of 12 personnel. Um, and 
you know, when 12 personnel has two tight ends, two tight ends on the field, and uh, one of them is kind of going to be more of the base block, you know, shallow, you know, uh, stick shallows type of routes, and another one's going to be more of like a receiving tight end. It'll also block here and there and everything like that. And sometimes the tight end in the backfield just depends, really. All right, let's bring in uh, our fifth and final member to the conversation, Alante Brown, wide receiver. Um, Alante, you've got a new position coach, Mickey Joseph. Um, I heard Coach Joseph talk um, in Lincoln at an event, and he really brought your name up as a guy um, to watch here this spring. What are your impressions so far of the new position coach, Mickey Joseph, and what's he brought to the room? Yeah, we're um, as a group, we're highly impressed. You know, from first day he came in, he set a standard for us, and he he wanted us to reach, and we've been holding that accountable as a team, as a receiver group. You know, he's a hands-on coach from the first day, you know. Uh, he's always there for us. He makes it known, like, whatever we need, we're there. And, you know, we just can't wait to work with him. What is the competition like in your room? We talked to Heinrich about quarterback. I mean, you've got a lot of new guys brought in as well with Trey Palmer and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Um, I mean, just the the number of new the, the new blood, the veteran guys that have played college football you've added. I mean, what has that done to the dynamic? And I've met Trey Palmer. He's not lacking confidence. I mean, he's coming in ready to to compete. Yeah, you know, it, it affects the room a lot. You know, honestly, to, to be honest, you know, it kind of hyped us up some more, you know. So when you bring more people in to compete, you know, we're here for one reason, that's to play ball. You know, we're not going to let anybody roll us over. So I just say the competition just hired to another level. You know, everybody's competing hard, everybody's working, and everybody's coming together as a whole. It's not like we separated, bringing people in, separated group. We just made us tighter and work, work hard as a team. All right, well, let's get to the questions. We've got over 100 people watching live right now on our uh, YouTube and Facebook channels. A number of questions have mounted up into the queue. Um, some of these questions I've already asked, but the first one, I'm going to ask all you guys this question. We'll just kind of go around the room. Uh, this is from Jason on Facebook. Wants to know what ultimately made you choose to come to Nebraska kind of when you look at it. Um, and we'll start first here with Heinrich on that. Yeah. Um, you know, coming, you know, as a sophomore, junior in high school, um, you know, you're, you're always blown away by the facilities and everywhere you go. Um, you know, every, everything is just so big and so nice. Um, but, you know, as, as a recruit, you have to look past, um, you know, even just the coaches because as we've experienced, um, you know, there can be coaching changes. you got to look at the legacy of the program um, and if that's a community that you want to insert yourself into. How about you, Gabe? Coming to Nebraska, I just really just like the culture. I love the culture. I love Nebraska. Everybody's, you know, the culture's good. The fans, and they just love playing uh, around 90,000 people every every Saturday. It's, it's really, it's really makes you really appreciate things more. I just love the coaches, um, the culture, love the coaches, and everybody around it, you know. And I love their offense, Mark Whipple. I know he wasn't the, uh, the coach when I first came in, but, you know, it's good. Just Nebraska, good place to play football. Brock? Well, it was an easy decision for me being born and raised here. So it's just home. Thomas? Um, Shoot, I would say just Coach Beck, honestly. Uh, he's probably the best. I think he's the best tight ends coach in the country. And he can, you know, make, make something out of nothing. And uh, I, I imagine my talent in his hands and want to be the best from him. Olante? 
it was really just the atmosphere of Nebraska, you know, just knowing this is a place where I could succeed and, you know, change my family's life for in the long run. So I just seen it as an opportunity you know, to make something happen for my family. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If you're just joining us, you're watching Husker Chat Live. Uh, as we break down Nebraska's offense here as uh, the Huskers start practice Monday uh, Sean Callahan here with HuskerOnline.com. Husker Chat Live is brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell at AuctionTime.com. And I've got a question here, um, and I don't care who takes this one, I don't, uh, but I want to know, what was the story behind running outside in the snow the other morning? Um, I mean, I went outside in the morning to, to get my trash barrel, and that was enough. And you guys were outside running around with your shirts off and doing uh, snow dives on the turf. Whose idea was it to run outside and uh, and get going? I don't care who one of you guys can take this one. Yeah, I can take it. I can take it. Okay, go ahead, Henry. Um, you know that was we we had a feeling. Uh, you know we were doing mat drills that morning really early. Um, you know when Coach Frost um, told us to take our shirts off. Uh, you know we had a feeling that that might be coming, and you know he said, um, you know whoever whatever group um, runs out and touches the the fence does five up downs and comes back, you get points for your team. Um, and so, you know, we, you know, the competition running a little high at 6 a.m. Um, you know, I think my group was the first one out there. We all ripped our shirts off, went out and, you know, when, especially after an hour of working out, it isn't too cold outside. So, um, you know, that was, that was a cool experience. I think um, just having everyone out there, Thomas, have you guys ever done anything like that before? Uh, we always have some type of competition, but no, that was definitely, definitely the first time I've done anything like that. Uh, All right, let's scroll through the questions here. <laughs> some kind of goofball ones here. I want to make sure I get to a good one. Um, we got a question here for Alante. Wants to know. Uh, about all the hanging jerseys um, on your wall. You, you got a lot of jerseys back there behind you. Yeah, so as you can see, it's my Nebraska one. And uh, actually, this is my grandma that passed this uh, last year. And just, you know, it just, I just like the feeling of seeing what I'm accomplishing over the years, you know, just really is just like an accolade for me to see how far I'm coming and where I came from, you know, I have, I keep all my jerseys and it's just motivation for me to get up and wake up and ground harder. I got a question about um, the offense here um, on the YouTube channel from a user. And I'll go to you on this one, Brock. Um, they just want to know more about the revised offense. I mean, you've been around Nebraska a long time. 
you've been around a lot of different coaches and verbiage. What's really different from your perspective about maybe what you guys are doing? Has a lot changed with the verbiage? Oh, yeah. Verbiage always changes per coach. Like every coach has their own dialect and language, but like we're not changing a, a lot or completely. It's still going to be there's base concepts and stuff that are still the same from last year. What um what's Riola like? I mean, you hear stories about him being pretty intense, kind of no nonsense. I mean, is it a much different style um, than what you guys maybe previously had? The um, it's not really like yeah, he's pretty intense, but like it's a good intense, and like we, I would say almost kind of need it at sometimes, like especially like six in the morning mad drills. Like it's nice like seeing someone with that intensity. It just kind of rubs off on you. Got a question here from Zach. Um, wants to know what is the strangest thing that you've signed for a fan, Thomas? You got you got any good autograph stories? Have you uh, been approached and signed anything odd over the last couple of years? Uh, nothing really odd, but there's a few there's a few people outside of my high school graduation, uh, just some random people uh, with some. There's a football helmet, a Nebraska football helmet, and like a whole poster, like a bigger poster than I even have myself. Uh, wanting to sign it at my graduation. Other than that, nothing too crazy. How many like random selfie pictures do you take if when people find out you're Thomas Fedoni? Do you get stopped at like Hy-Vee or anywhere and say, "Hey, can you get can I get a picture with you real quick?" Oh, there's been a few times like when I've been I go to work out with my cousin, help him out like Planet Fitness. Sometimes there's been a few times there uh, at some local restaurants back at home. Uh, sometimes here, but I feel like a lot of people kind of shy away. Uh, from asking and that really goes for all of us i feel like everyone's kind of just too shy to ask anyone else got any good random uh, autograph stories they want to share you got any heinrich you're from i think my weirdest yeah i think my weirdest was um a phone case um it like the the first or second day i was in lincoln um the kid came up to me and asked me to sign his phone case but that's about it let's see Got, I'm just going through the different questions here. Um, Alante, uh, this is from Toby, and just Alante, they, they just kind of want to know what, what kind of jump are you hoping to make this year? I mean, wh- where do you think you'll make the biggest jump? And you've been close the last couple of years. I mean, what do you think has kind of been holding you back, and, and are you hoping that you can break through this year? Yeah, my my plan is just you know to make make it uh, just to just to the offense as as much as I can, you know, do whatever to help the offense to see, you know, if they need me to run short routes, deep routes, in the backfield, trick plays, whatever Coach Whip want me to do, I'm going to do it, you know, just just to show my skill case, you know. So I haven't been able to do that the past two years, and I'm just hoping to show the world what I'm capable of. Got a question here from Josh, and I'll go to Gabe with this one. I mean, what what what's the motivation just with this team right now after all the one-possession losses? I mean, it, a lot of you guys have come from winning programs before you got to Nebraska. I mean, how much do you guys talk about the losses last year and, and, and how much has that maybe drove guys this offseason? Coach Frost drills it into us like almost every day, you know, like day in and day out. We just want to win, you know, like we want to get it done. Coach Frost says find a way to win, any way to win. Just find taking that motivation while we're out. We're taking it. Blood, sweat, and tears while we're working out. We want to win. You know, we're going. We want to change the culture, change the spectrum, and have that winning culture and bring Nebraska back. That's what we want, and that's our model for everything. 
you guys uh, open up in Ireland. Um, any of you guys who, who's excited? You guys excited to go out to Ireland, or is it more of a business trip? I mean, uh, what do you think, uh, Brock? Are you you're, you've been around a while. Uh, what, what do you think about going out to Ireland? Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, with recent news, I'm a little worried about it if it's going to still happen or not, but we'll see. So, how about you, Alante? What do you think about going out to Ireland? Yeah, you know, it's a business trip, but you know, it's always going to be excitement going out the country. You know. Never experiencing that, and especially being from Chicago, just going to staying in the Midwest, you know, it's something that I'm looking forward to. Thomas, so you got family that will try to get out there at all? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure my whole family's coming. <laughs> How about you, Heinrich? I'm sure your parents will be going out there. Yeah, I think uh, I think my family's also planning to come out. So, Got a uh, uniform question here. Um, user wants to know what are your guys' opinions of wearing red on red, meaning red pants and red jerseys. Um, and we've seen Nebraska do white on white over the years. That some sometimes gets criticized. Um, alternate uniforms. Do you guys have an opinion on red on red or just kind of some of the different uniform combinations? Um, how about you, Gabe? You can start on this one first. Um, I oh, I don't mind red on red. I'm kind of a fan of the military color, white on white. I'm kind of a fan of the Buffalo. White on white is pretty cool too. Red on red is cool. <laughs> Brock, what's been your favorite uniform that you guys have worn over your time here? Um, I think there's classic home ones. It's my favorite. It's just it's a nice, clean look. Can't beat it. Yeah, there is a thought out there um, that you know, a place like Nebraska, you shouldn't have to wear gimmicky uniforms. It's Nebraska. You know, the end means something as it is. And um, I mean, what, what do you think on that, Alante? Or do you like I mean, the Yeah, I love the alternates. Like the the black ones we wore two years ago. Like I really loved them a lot. And um the also the ones we wore against Buffalo, I really I feel like they we look good as a team in them. So you know I don't mind wearing the alternates, but I red and white is pretty good. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Got a question here about Coach Frost for you guys. I mean, how have you seen maybe Coach Frost change over the offseason? Um, the dynamic of the coaching staff is different. The setup's different. Um, Heinrich, I mean, obviously with where you're at in the quarterback room, I mean, what's the biggest difference have you noticed, um, kind of maybe with coach Frost's role, the way things are set up? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how much his role will change, but I think his demeanor, this, especially this winter, um, and even last during last season, um, you know, like, like, uh, Gabe was talking about whatever it takes to win. Um, you know, he's, he adapted that, um, you know, I, I think he's always had that mindset, but he's been trying to spread it to us. Um, and, you know, actions speak louder than words and, you know, his, his actions have showed that he's going to do whatever it takes to win here. Thomas, I got a question for you. 
a lot of people just curious, like, are you a hundred percent? I mean, are you full go? Give us an update, just kind of how you think um, you'll be this spring. Oh yeah. No, I've been a hundred percent for shoot. I think I'm in 11 months, 10 months now. I've been, I've been a hundred percent since like month six. Um, no, I'm ready. I've been ready. I feel honestly, I feel better than I think I ever have. Um, just a little sore, obviously from winter conditioning, but <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, I'm ready. From January of last year, when you first got here to now, how much weight and strength have you added Thomas? Uh, quite a bit. Shoot. Um, I got here, I think I was like 232. Um, right now, at nighttime, I'm like 245, 246. Um, but no, I'm definitely a lot stronger too, I can tell. Um, Heinrich, me and Heinrich lifting partners, so I mean, it, we both have, uh, we both push each other. Um, and you can you can see it in us both, like when we're lifting. Um, but there's weight that, you know, the coach will make us, like he'll like put this on the bar that we've never done, and then you'll do it. Um, and easy and then you just keep going up from there and now i see happen like recently so you can definitely uh, tell got a question here uh for brock bando about just the offensive line and you know we've heard a lot about the style of donovan raiola and, and that he wants to teach it's more of an attacking kind of get into you style i mean what have you noticed from just the different teaching techniques that you'll play on the line i mean is it noticeable yet or is that is that not something you'll really notice until you start getting on the practice field? No, we've been doing a lot more technique stuff. And like, it is definitely different than what I've been through with uh, G and then Cav. Like it's it's very different, but I think it's gonna work out great, so. Is it more aggressive? I mean, is that accurate? Yeah, that would be an accurate statement. And you know, if you were like dumbing that down to someone that like, like how would you, how is it more aggressive? Like, what are you, what are you doing that's different um, than maybe before? I would say, like, instead of, like, waiting for the defense to attack, you're the one attacking more for run game and stuff. And then, like, like we're, we're setting the standard or, like, this is going to be our line of scrimmage. This isn't yours type stuff. All right. Got a question here. I'll go to Alante on this one. Um, just about establishing kind of that killer mentality, how to finish games off. I mean, how does this team do that? I mean, when you start to like look ahead to next year, you know, you were so close a year ago, the most one score losses in history of college football in one season. How do you guys turn the corner and establish kind of that finishing mentality? I mean, it starts with the little things, you know, the little minor details that we was missing last year. And it comes with our mindset, you know, we 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 know what we're capable of and we know the mistakes that we made last year. We know the things that we have to fix and that's what we're working on right now. So once we get the little details together, we're fully disciplined and we all together and our, all of our mindsets is just to win and kill what's in front of us, then we'll definitely be a dominant team. Got a question here for Gabe, just on the competition in the running back room. Um, what's it been like? I mean, Anthony Grant's here now. There's going to be a couple more guys coming. Um, I mean, how, do you feel that competition um, with so many guys? I mean, technically, there's seven scholarship running backs right now, um, at least on the roster heading into August. You know, the competition, you know, that's what you want. You want in a Division One college and big in Nebraska. That's what you want. You want competition. You don't guys going to come in and out, and that's just college. You know, you just got to come come to compete every day. That's all of us better. 
will make their running back room better. And then if that makes the running back room better, that's Nebraska. Now, Anthony Grant um, played high school ball with you. Was, was he a senior when you were a freshman? Is that right? Right. What do you, what do you remember about him just being with him in high school for a year? Is uh, he a lot different than he was, or Anthony? Anthony? Anthony's a good player. Anthony. Anthony. You know, he he brings that dog mentality. We want to feed upon, and that's why we're gonna take this thing to a whole different level. But yeah, and back in high school, he was he was that person I looked up to on the field. All his uh, abilities and attributes. So it was really cool playing with him at the collegiate level. Really, really cool. Got a question here. Uh, I'll go to Heinrich on this one. Being a freshman a year ago, how hard is it to learn a college playbook? I mean, you got here early, you studied it, but I mean, what are the challenges as a freshman learning a playbook? Yeah, it's it, for me. It was uh, as a quarterback coming from a, you know, our, our offense in high school. Um, it wasn't anything close uh, to the playbook that we have here. Um, and, you know, that was that was a real big struggle last year. Um, you know, it, you can't do anything on the field um, unless you know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you can't run a route full speed. You can't go through your progression unless you know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and so that's, you know, that's a really big hindrance in a lot of people's growth. Um, and I think that's something that um, I've overcome. And um, hopefully, you know, the rest of us can as well. Thomas, how about you? I mean, you were a freshman that came in and got hurt um, in the spring, but, you know, what were the challenges just in that spring when you first got out there, like thinking like, I'm going to get, you know, just kind of learning everything right away and yeah. at a high level still. Yeah. So at Lewis Central, honestly, we, we did a lot of hand signals. Uh, our playbook wasn't as extensive, um, but we had a lot of similar concepts. I would say the biggest challenge is in the playbook. It's the details that you do when you're on the field. Um, I can run a corner route or I can block somebody, but you're going to get, uh, if you, if you're not, if you're, if you if your steps aren't, you know, correct, like the, you have a six inch spacing or something like that, um, six inch step, you're going to get coached on that where you would in high school. And that's just like, that's just a small detail, but in college it's with every play, um, everything you do, it's just detailed. Got kind of an off the wall question here. <laughs> um, Alante, who's the funniest guy on the team? <laughs> the funniest guy on the team. I say I would say Trey. Trey come in, you know, he's a Trey he's Palmer. Real funny. It's Trey Palmer. Also, uh Latrell. is pretty funny. You know, he's always in a good mood, laughing mood. Even on his bad days, he he know how to make you laugh and just put you in a great, great, great mood. Was Trey's level of confidence, I mean, was that different than most guys on the roster? I mean, just a little bit I've been around him. I'm like, man, there doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of guys like Trey Palmer in that locker room. I'm sure his personality was quite quite different than maybe what you guys had in there before. Most definitely, but knowing that he's coming from, like, a high-level school as LSU, that was well expected, you know. And just know he was coming to work, you know. He didn't come in here on no games. He knew this was a business trip. He he has a family to provide, just like I have a family to provide for. So we already knew what was expected when it came to his confidence. Gabe, do you have anyone else that's funny uh, that's different uh, than Trey Palmer? Uh, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, cracks me up all the time. Yeah, it's funny. Caleb Tanner's funny. Caleb Tanner's Caleb Tanner. Yeah, Caleb's funny. All right, who's the meanest dude, Brock? You've been around, you know this locker room. Who's the meanest dude on the team? Like, who's the guy that you don't? And I guess 
we should probably leave Damian Jackson out of this conversation because I don't think anybody would mess with Damian Jackson. But outside of Damian Jackson, like who's the meanest, scariest guy in the in the locker room? I, I wouldn't say anyone's pretty scary, but coach wise, I would say Duvall. If that counts. <laughs> that beard, like, has he shaved in like years? Does he trim his beard? I mean, that his beard, I feel like, has grown every year. No, I, he shaved uh, right during COVID at the beginning of it, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" But yeah, that thing's always pretty knock, pretty top. What is um, Thomas? What is the the workouts like in the in the winter? I mean, when you're in there with Duvall, I mean, are like, I mean, I think fans envision just guys like puking and yelling and Metallica, ACDC music blaring. I mean, give us an inside track to what a winter weight room day is like for Nebraska. Yeah, um, so this year I feel like it's a lot different. I guess not in the weight room, I guess, but um yeah, so our weight room we have we have something called the metabolic. Um I'm pretty sure the thing that makes it the worst is the the music blaring. Um gives you terrible like headache and you you be squatting while you can't even hear yourself think. Um but yeah, like we have squat, uh you only get like a minute between each each rep. If that, uh, you have you have a partner of two, and you get a minute to 20 uh, to do your set of squat. And then when they're done, then you're back up. And there's multiple lifts within that uh, workout. But we'll do like, I don't know, probably, y'all would say, what, 10, 15 lifts in a matter of like 35 minutes. And it's, it's pretty nuts. Pretty intense, for sure. Heinrich, you got anything to add um, <clears throat> to uh, a typical day in the weight room for a quarterback? Well, I lived I lived with Thomas, so uh, there ain't I can't I can't pull the quarterback card out. Um, uh, I got to stick with him. Um, but the uh, you know some of the envisioning might be closer than people think. <laughs> you guys like that '80s and '90s hard rock, or is that just like add to the? Sometimes the ball has some culture, you know. He'll he'll ask he'll ask people, you know, what you want to listen to. It's not always that, but ninety most of the time it is that, and a lot of puke. Yeah. <laughs> um, got a question here for Alante. You know, three new quarterbacks on the roster. What I mean, just getting a chance to have balls thrown from Casey and and uh, Chuba, and I don't know if Richard can really throw yet, coming off his knee injury, but. You know, give us an idea. What are the other quarterbacks brought just with what you've seen so far early on? Yeah, Casey, of course, you know, he brought that leadership to the to the offense. You know, from the first day he came in, he got us together as a group, and he was well-spoken, and he made sure his voice was heard, you know. Um, Chubba, you know, Chubba has a strong arm. All three of them has. They can throw the ball. They can spin the ball. All of our quarterbacks just can spin the ball. You know, it's a big competition, and, the whole office is literally watching to see who's going to come out on top because we know all all of them can play. So, you know, we all had a chance to catch balls from all different um, QBs and just get a feel for them. And, you know, it's been it's been exciting to work with all of them. Heinrich, do you have an idea of how they'll rep it this spring? I mean, there's so many arms. I mean, do you have an idea, like, how the scripts are going to go? Or, I mean, do they kind of keep you on edge every day with that? Uh, it'll be it'll be different than last year, uh, that's for sure. With you know this many guys and this much talent in the room, um, it, it's it might be a different order every day. Um, you know, you might just get thrown in one day and see what happens. And you know, it's probably not going to be fair to anyone at some time. Sometimes, um, but that's just the way things are going to be right now. Um, 
you know, whoever whoever rises to the top is, you know, going to be the one to get the reps in the end. I got a kind of a final question here. Anybody changing their jersey numbers this year? No, no jersey number. No, okay. I always it's funny. I do all these newcomer interviews, and every single newcomer I interview says they're they're going to get a single digit number. I'm like, well, there can't be that many single digit numbers around. I mean, is it is it kind of hard to get the number you want? I mean, I'm sure it gets a little political. Like if if you want a certain number, and and uh, a guy might already have it. I mean, Alante, you're shaking your head. Is it hard to get a good number? Yeah, you know, in high school, I had three, and, you know, with all the new guys coming in, with Samari coming in, grabbing three, and then Trey grabbing three, I just took it upon myself to keep four because it seems like God was willing to – that's the number he wanted me to have. So, so I would just keep the four. Yeah, you get a good single-digit number, you got to hold on to it because there's a lot of yeah. people online to get those single-digit numbers. I mean, you start getting defensive linemen that want them too sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, kind of interesting. Well, guys – uh, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate all five of you joining us here on Husker Chat Live. Um, spring practice starts Monday. Um, I will probably see some of you guys around uh, over the next couple of weeks, but we appreciate all of you joining us here on Husker Chat Live. Sure. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Well, that wraps it up here uh, for this edition of Husker Chat Live. Once again, brought to you by Sand Hills Global and powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. For HuskerOnline.com, I'm Sean Callahan.